Welcome to Charger Chats, a show by Oxford Chargers for Oxford Chargers. My name is Sohaila Elhali, and today's episode is all about the Oxford School District Administration. Ever wonder who makes the big decisions for our district? The next group knows all about that. Today, we will be chatting with School Resource Officer Zach Anderson, Athletic Director Mike Martin, Superintendent Brian Harvey, Public Relations Director Heather Lennard, and Assistant Superintendent Bradley Robertson. But first, take a listen to our first segment, OIS Info. Welcome to OIS Info with Preston Phillips. The semester is winding down and we want to remind you to continue showing your Charger pride and keep earning PBIS points. Take note of the following important dates. On November 22nd, OIS will have another PBIS pet rally where you can see the winning teacher from the Thanksgiving food drive take a pie in the face and our administrators kiss the animal. Raffle winners will also be announced, so you don't want to miss it. The Christmas store will be open December 10th through the 13th. Students can use PBIS points or money to purchase gifts for the friends and family. December 16th is the annual Ole Miss Women's Basketball Game School Day event. 100 points gets you to the game for a fun field day cheering on the Lady Rebs. This is Preston Phillips, and thank you for listening. Charge your pride. Hi, my name is Claire Wilfon. And I'm Anna Reed Perry. We'd like to welcome our first guest to show, Officer Zach Anderson. Officer Anderson is from Gulfport, Mississippi, and he trained at North Mississippi Law Enforcement Training Center in Tupelo. He's been in the law enforcement for almost 16 years. He has served as a patrol officer, canine officer, SWAT, and as a school resource officer, or SRO. He has been in the SRO at Oxford High School and recently moved to Oxford Intermediate School. We are so thankful he is here. Hi, Officer Anderson. Welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us today. Well, hello, Anna. <laughs> so can you tell us about some of your duties as a school resource officer? Yes, I can. So, school resource officer, right? So, the nation right now is kind of trending that direction where we want all our schools to have a police officer uh, at the school, at the facility. And so, Oxford's very unique in that every one of our schools has an officer present for it, okay? And that's, that's uh, very unique in Mississippi to have that many police officers dedicated to the school. So, we're very fortunate in a way. And so, you asked me what some of our duties are. So, we're a liaison, one, between the school district and the police department. And, uh, and basically, we help schools navigate through some of the legal issues they might have. And, uh, but my primary thing is to keep kids safe. And so, we'll spend our whole summer uh, make, making sure the safety plans for the schools are uh, uh, efficient, they look good, and all those, those type of things. And, uh, and then on a day-to-day basis, my primary role, like I said, is safety. And so what I concern myself most with is, like, outside threats. And, uh, you know, you guys at your age don't really need to worry about that that much. But we do need to have somebody that's dedicated and that thinks about those type of things. Because not everybody out there has our best interests in mind. And so that's kind of why I'm here. And then my, my secondary thing is basically build relationships with you guys, right? And I want you all to know that. Yeah, I'm a policeman, but I'm also a dad, a husband, and uh, all these different types of things. And so I come down here, try to build relationships with you guys. And so later on in the future, when you need a police officer, and you will probably one day in some form or fashion, then you would be able to come to me and feel very comfortable and vice versa. I'd know a little bit about you and, and 
it kind of puts us on a, on a human level where we all get along pretty well. Does that answer your question? Yeah. Awesome. That's awesome how you're so dedicated to your job. Thank you. What made you decide to get into law enforcement in the first place? So um, when I got out of college, I went to college and played a little golf. I wasn't that good, so it didn't last that long, right? And uh, got, got done with college and went into the Marine Corps. And I spent five years in the Marine Corps. And when I got out, I enjoyed being in uniform. And so truthfully, it wasn't, I wish there was some awesome fairy tale story or something like that I could tell you, but I like the structure of the police department. Police departments are kind of paramilitary in, in this regard. They, they, they're similar in rank structure, how we respond to each other and things like that. And so I enjoy that. I enjoy structure. I enjoy knowing who the boss is and things like that and what my tasks are for the day. And so I like putting on a uniform. And, uh, you know, a lot of people say it's all about helping others, which we get to do that. And, oh, my goodness, that's so much fun. And uh, so that's part of it. The structure's part of it. And, uh, I mean, let's be honest. I'm sitting down here doing a podcast with some of the coolest kids in the country, and that's a byproduct of my job. That's pretty fun, right? Awesome. Thank you. You're that's welcome. Really awesome. <laughs> what is the scariest thing about being a police officer and school resource officer? Well, let's, uh, so my job is, is a lot different than a normal patrolman. A normal patrolman's faced with a lot of different things, and I think the scariest thing as a patrolman was the unknown. And so every day you put on your uniform, you really have no idea what that day is going to look like. It could be as simple as getting a cat out of the tree or catching a bank robber. And some days those things can happen on the same day. And there's been times where I've been sitting there eating a cupcake and talking on the phone and a bank robbery happened. I remember one time I was in the parking lot when a bank robbery happened. I literally went, I'm sitting right here. And uh, it was just like Scooby-Doo, right? The guy had the mask on and the dye pack blowing and all that. And uh, so the scariest part to me was always the unknown. But that's why we train. That's why we train to be prepared for the unknown and to be ready. And that's why we work out. That's why we, we read books. That's why we study case law and all these things. So hopefully we'll have the edge when things like that happen so you can overcome that. Scariest thing as, a, as an SRO is there's so many precious, precious people from kindergarten all the way through, through your senior year. You literally are the jewels of the city. And so our kids, we take a lot of pride in them. And I'm always nervous because I want to do a good job and protect you to the best of my ability and work alongside your moms and dads and grandparents and guardians to, to make sure that y'all have a safe and a fun school career. And the scary part of that would be is I don't want to mess it up. I want to make sure that I do things correctly and use wisdom and judgment in how I deal with you guys, okay? Does that answer your question? Yes, that is awesome. an awesome answer. Yep, thank you so much. What do you enjoy doing when you're not on duty? Well, you asked. So sit down, boys. No, I'm kidding. I love playing the guitar. Uh, my little girl plays the fiddle. My boy plays the guitar. I play the guitar. And my oldest girl was the singer in the band, but she got married. So I lost my singer, if any of y'all can sing. But uh, I got a back porch. We live out in the country. And uh, Claire, you've actually seen my place. Uh, your mom came out and worked out with my wife one time, and we got horses and and chickens and farm animals, all these different types of things. And we'll sit on the back porch, and my favorite thing to do is to play bluegrass music with my kids and just pick and grin and have a good time. I don't, I don't like the TV, and I want it turned off, and I want to sit outside. I love being outside. 
That's awesome. You're awesome. <laughs> and lastly, what do you love most about being the SRO at Oxford Intermediate? Well, so, I don't want to make the high schoolers mad, okay, because they were very enjoyable, but everybody's unique in their own way. And what I really love is that y'all still think life is super awesome, and you can see it all in your face, just like Halloween, right? I saw Bob Ross, and I saw everyone dressed up, and, you know, sometimes as high schoolers, we lose that. We're like, I'm too cool for that. But I love the fact that you're not too cool to try things, and y'all are still having a good time. I love being able to take a Butterfinger at lunch and turn that into a four-course meal by bartering. And, uh, man, it's fun to interact with you guys and girls. And y'all are so impressive and fun. So I enjoy being down here with y'all. Y'all are pretty cool kids, right? And it's very positive and very positive. Even your teachers are great. That's awesome. We love having such a kind person like you. Thanks, Claire. <laughs> Thanks so much for taking the time to be here. We appreciate it. And thank you for all you do to keep us safe here at school. All right. Do you want to, do you want to trail out in song? Do you all want to sing a song together? <laughs> Tomorrow. I'm joking. We won't do that, okay? <laughs> All right. I feel like that would have been appropriate, though. We should have got that ready. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it. Big Z's out. <laughs> Hi, this is Howard Hodman with your second interview. Oxford School District Athletic Director, Mr. Mike Martin. Mr. Martin graduated from Kruger Chula Academy and earned his degrees from Ole Miss and Delta State. He has been with the Oxford School District for 13 years. Hi, Mr. Martin. Welcome to our Charger Chats. Hi, Thank Howard. You. How are you? I'm good. Can you tell us a little bit about your position as, your, as the Athletic Director of Oxford? I sure can. I'm actually Athletic Director but also Activities Director. I have 34 athletic teams that I oversee, and I have five activities. That includes band, debate, chorus, middle school band, and middle school chorus. So my, my duties are not just for athletics, they're also for MHSAA activities. What does MHSAA stand for? That stands for the Mississippi High School Activities Association, of which all of these sports and these activities that I just mentioned are the governing body, much like the Oxford uh, School District School Board oversees the entire Oxford School District, meaning first grade is at, is at Bramlett all the way to the high school. Uh, that, that's our governing body that, that, that makes rules and regulations, awards state championships, etc. cetera. So what led you to being in this position in the first place? What is your background with athletics? Well, I, I played athletics in high school, played multiple sports in high school. I played college athletics. And then when I got out of high school and college and pursued my degree, uh, I, went to, uh, I went to the School of Education to get my education degree, and I began coaching. And I coached for 15 years. And after a 15-year experience in coaching various sports, four different sports, for various lengths of time and also being involved in weight programs, I moved into administration in Jackson, Tennessee, where I was teaching uh, in 1996. Seems like a long time ago, doesn't it? <laughs> but anyway, I began uh, in administration, and because of my background in athletics, I was asked by the principal at that time, I was an assistant principal, to serve as athletic director. And I served as athletic director for the Jackson Northside High School for eight years 
and then I later became principal there. Then I transferred to Jackson in 07, I mean to Oxford in, in 07, in 2007, and I served as an administrator here for several years. Long story short, uh, I had been principal at the high school for five years, and the athletic director, Johnny Hill, retired five years ago. And Mr. Harvey and I talked about me possibly fulfilling the position of athletic director. I took the position and have been athletic director for now the last four plus years and have just recently inherited the activities. So my, my, my duties have expanded, so to speak, uh, but that's how I got there. I was an athletic director for eight years in the last school district. I had the experience, I had the certifications, and I loved it. I really love uh, being around kids that are competing, and so it was a good match. So you've been in the school district for a long time. Well, 13 yes. years. I mean, for, for you guys, that's a long time. I've been in education for over 40, so it's just a part of it. But, yes, I've been here for 13 years, and, and it's uh, been a very enjoyable experience. What is the most challenging thing about being an Oxford School District Athletic Director? Um, I would say the, the, the hardest thing is probably overseeing the, the differences in the athletes, the differences in the coaches, the difference in the programs, and trying to, to spread myself as thin as I can, yet be a, be a, a vocal and a, a, a presence at all the sports events. We have 34 teams, as I mentioned, and whether it's a band concert or a chorus performance or a football game or a track meet, I, I like to be there as many things as I can. And, and I recently just had two assistant ADs, athletic directors, added to my staff. So now we're able to cover just about every event that occurred. But the most difficult thing to answer your question is trying to, to support every team as much as I possibly can by being there, observing them, and helping them as much as I can. And now with a, with a larger force, it's, it's a lot easier. It's really good that you can do that. Yeah. What do you enjoy most about what, are you, what, what you do? Oh, well, with being around the kids, that's, that's the main thing. That's what I've always loved about athletics and teaching. Administering, principaling is, is being around young people just like yourself. This is a pleasure to come and talk to you guys today, but it's just every bit as pleasurable to get, meet the athletes that I'm, I'm dealing with now. Uh, the coaches and the teachers are fine too, but it's, 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 the, it's the athletes, it's the, it's the students that I really love being around. That, that's, that's what makes it so special, as I suspect your teachers will attest to. That's probably the, they're not getting rich doing what they're doing, but they're getting fulfilled. Very few people are as fulfilled in their, their, their profession and their careers as teachers or, or people in, in, in the school business. And it is because we're around you young people get to see you develop. And that's what I love most about it, watching that, that very thing occur right in front of my eyes. Yes, sir. Um, well, we're so glad you made it in time and your busy schedule to be here with us. We enjoyed learning more about you. Well, I sure enjoyed being here. And if anybody ever has any question or you see me at a sports event, which you will see me at, Quite a few of them, whether it's middle school or high school, be sure to come up to me and, and recognize to me who you are. I'm pretty good with faces. Names aren't quite as good because I have so many names to know, but, but I know faces, and I will remember yours and hopefully remember everybody's face in this class. So if you're ever at an Oxford High School or Oxford Middle School event, course, band, doesn't matter what it is, come up and say, hey, Mr. Martin, you were at our class at OIS way back when. So thank you very much for having me. You're welcome. Hi. This is Annie Amidon. And I'm Harry Speaker. We'd like to welcome our next guest to the show, the superintendent of the Oxford School District, Mr. Brian Harvey. 
Mr. Harvey grew up in Oxford and graduated from Oxford High School. He earned his degree from Ole Miss. He has been with the Oxford School District for 24 years, and this is his eighth year as superintendent. Mr. Harvey is married to Elizabeth. They have three sons, Will, John, and Michael. Hi, Mr. Harvey. Welcome to the show. Good afternoon, Annie and Harry. I'm, it's a pleasure of mine to be here. So, tell us more about your position as superintendent. What all does that entail? Well, being the superintendent basically means being both responsible for seeing that many of the good things that happen through the work of our teachers and students, but also accountable for many, sometimes, the bad things that happen with our students and teachers. And so that goes from anything from student behavior, teacher behavior, construction, uh, delivery of instruction. We don't tell teachers how to do something, but we have to make sure that what's done in gifted and insights classes and what's done in other classes, math, science, English, social studies, all of that gets done in accordance with the state curriculum frameworks. Nice. Can you tell us what led you to this position as Oxford School District Superintendent in the first place? You know, that's a, that's a great question, and being superintendent is not something that when I, was in, when I was your age or even in high school that I thought, you know, I would be interested in doing. Uh, I knew I wanted to help children, and um, as I moved through my high school and, and college career, it just became evident to me that getting into education and teaching and coaching and helping young people uh, was something that I wanted to do and, and something that I, I thought I was relatively good at and hopefully I have been good at. Uh, and so I've, I've been able to progress um, along the way. And so ending up in my current position, I've served as, as teacher and coach and assistant principal and principal and uh, director of human resources and then assistant superintendent and then finally in my current position as superintendent. Lot of background knowledge. As winter approaches, you might have some tough decisions to make during icy or severe weather. We all want to know how you decide on snow days or late days and why. Well, that's a that's a that's a great question. Um, you know, we have to come to school, and the state says we have to come to school 180 days. It doesn't really matter when we do that. We could start July 1st and end on June 30th, but we have to come 180 days. We, we establish a calendar, like we'll be adopting a next year's calendar here in the next couple of weeks, and that determines what days we come to school and what days we stay home. However, just like you mentioned, sometimes that um, the weather doesn't cooperate with the calendar and we have to make other decisions. And it's a really tough decision. We have school buses, and, and I guess the, let me start by saying, the first thing that I look at when making a determination on whether we have school or not is, is really asking the question, can our students and our faculty get to school safely? And if the answer to that question is no, then it's my responsibility to, to say we can't have school. If the answer to that question is yes, I believe our students and faculty can get to school safely, 
then we have to get to school. We have to come to school because your parents are counting on us uh, having school so that you're not at home by yourselves. And so we, those are the things that we have to look at. But guess what? Sometimes we have to make decisions. Our first buses start running about 5.45 in the morning. Now, for those of you, and there may be some here who are, are listening who may be on one of those buses. They may not get on till 6, but because their house is where it is, the bus has to start really early. Well, you know, recently we've had a time change, and um, now there's a little more light outside than there was last week at this time when it was really dark. So we, we have to make that call pretty early. So by about 5.30, we have to make a determination on whether or not we can have school. And sometimes that, that doesn't cooperate. You know, the weather doesn't cooperate with making that decision. And so we have to take the information that we have, the best information that we have at the time, and we have to make the best decision that we can make given the information that we have. And sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't, but we always want to, if we have an error, we want to have an error on the, uh, the side of caution. We don't want students or staff being on icy roads and unsafe conditions. Wow, a lot relies on what you said. We're happy to keep us safe. <laughs> The Oxford School District has earned lots of achievements and re received recognition statewide. What accomplishments are you most proud of? Well, you know, I guess the, the main thing that I get to go around and I get to accept awards, awards on behalf of the things that the teachers in this district have, have done and the things that you students have done. It's not anything that I've done, it's what y'all have done. And so that is really rewarding to be associated with, with such great people who, who make the great things of our school district happen. So that, that's one of those things that I really enjoy doing. And then the other thing I think would be, uh, we have started something at the high school called Unified Sports, which is where, and, and of course y'all don't really know because your activities are really sponsored by the city at this point, but when you get to the middle school and high school, we have athletics and other activities, and one of those things is called unified sports, and this is where students with, who have mental and physical disabilities get to compete with students who don't have mental and physical disabilities, and it's all for the purpose of inclusion so that everybody gets to have the benefits of, of interscholastic sports and, and learn the lessons through inter, interscholastic sports that up until a couple of years ago were only reserved for non-special education students. So I'm really proud of that. I'm proud of the work that Mr. Martin, I understand he was here this morning and did a podcast this morning, and Miss Minnie Gates Powell and everybody who has contributed to helping that program grow. Great. And lastly, what are some of your goals for the district in the future? Well, you know, that, it's funny that you mention that. We, we have just um, adopted uh, what's called our portrait of a graduate, and there are eight traits and characteristics that we want students to have when they graduate. And there are things like, we want you to be active citizens. Today is election day. We want people to vote. We want them involved in the process. 
Uh, we want them to be resilient. We want them to be able to overcome obstacles. We want them to be critical thinkers and communicators. And all of those things that go into creating a 21st century citizen so that we can solve the problems not only in our own community, but to help solve problems in, in our world because the world has now grown into a global community. And we, to, to a certain extent, we are responsible for not only what happens in our own home, but what happens next door, what happens around the block, what happens in other towns and places. Um, we've also adopted what we call our 95 and 5 plan. And what that means is we want, we want our students to achieve 95% proficiency. We want all of you, all of our students, to be able to be proficient and to be able to operate in this world without hindrances of, of the things and challenges that come with them. Um, we want 95% of our, our high school seniors to enroll in dual credit, which y'all will learn more about this, dual credit, uh, AP, um, all of those advanced courses. And then, you know, we want 95% of our students to be able to enroll in credit-bearing courses when they get into college. So it's our 95 and 5 plan. We're really excited about it and uh, excited to start the work on our, our portrait of a graduate. Well, Mr. Harvey, we truly appreciate you being here with us today. Yes, thank you for coming on our show. We enjoyed having you. It was my pleasure. I, I, I hope you'll have me back. Hi, I'm Austin Bragg, and today I'll be talking with Ms. Heather Leonard, the Director of Public Relations for the Oxford School District. Ms. Leonard is from Pearl, Mississippi. She graduated from Pearl High School and earned her degrees from the University of Mississippi and Mississippi College. She has been with the Oxford School District for two years. Hi, Ms. Leonard, and welcome to the show. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. So, tell us more about your role as the Public Relations Director. Well, I work in the central office, which is the building next to our middle school, which is where our superintendent works and a lot of the other departments that uh, you don't see very often as a student. Um, I work in that building, and um, my job for the school district is to make sure that all the information that needs to be put out to the public is done well. For example, anything that you read on our website, all of those words that you read on the website, somebody has to write those words, right? Mm -hmm. So anything that you might read on a website usually comes from me um, or comes from some of your teachers that might be leading clubs and organizations. But um, anything that comes from the district that's written usually comes from my office. Um, any kind of event that the district is having, any kind of promotion, any kind of, if you pick up the Oxford Eagle newspaper and you read a story about something that has been done great in the, in the school district, usually that's, that's come from me. And so my responsibility is to make sure that the media, newspaper, the local news, they all know the great things that are happening here in Oxford School District. Wow, that sounds very important. So, are there certain rules or regulations that you have to follow when posting information about students at our school? Absolutely. There's a word that you've probably heard of called FERPA. Have you ever heard that word before, Lawson? Uh, no. Okay, so it's an abbreviation that stands for, I don't even know if I could tell you what it stands for, but it has to do with 
protecting your information as a student. So I could never post anything about you as far as your grades or your health. And, and there's even rules about when and uh, when I can and can't post your name. And so um, we, as ed- people who work in education, your teachers, anybody who has access to your information, um, there's some laws that exist that keep me from, from sharing your information um, too much or, or, or too much specific information about you. So if you do something great in the school district and your teacher takes your photo and they say, hey, will you post this picture of our students who've done these great things, if I post your name, the only way that I can post your name is if your parents, when they registered you for school, they actually signed a release for me to know that it's okay to post your name publicly. So if for some reason your parents weren't okay with me posting your name publicly, I can't do that. So I have to follow all kinds of rules when it comes to posting information about students. Okay. Well, so what experience led you to this position in the first place? Well, growing up, um, I grew up in Mississippi, and um, in in school I was always kind of a leader, and I really um, have had an outgoing personality. I Mm -hmm. like people. I like to talk to people. And then as I got older and I got into college and then got into um, my career, I realized that I really like telling stories, and I like... um, making people feel at ease with my words or um, being their friend. And so um, I realized that along the way that I was kind of a gifted communicator. And uh, we all have to communicate, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, we all have to communicate every day. But I realized that I was kind of good at it. And so um, I actually didn't go to college to study communication when I first went to college. And so the reason why I want you to hear that today is because a lot of times we go to college thinking we're going to do one thing and then we start working and then we go wait I like doing other things and so I actually have a degree from the University of Mississippi Medical Center in a healthcare profession actually in dentistry and I, I started working as a dental hygienist I had a bachelor's degree in that went to college to study that and then realized I didn't really like it and so I went back and got a different degree because, and I got a different kind of job that really helped me realize what I love doing. And so I ended up going and getting a master's degree in corporate communication from Mississippi College and really just kind of honed in some of my skills and and figured out how I could help tell stories for an organization like a school district. So in a way, you are a news reporter. Kind of, in a way. Um, Yes, I tell stories that are good for the news, but not all of our stories actually make the what you call the news. Um, They may just be great stories of a student achieving something. It may not ever get put in the paper, but we get to put it on our website. And that's what's so great about, you know, living in this digital age is that it's not just news reporters now that get to tell stories. That's the way it used to be when I was growing up. But now we all get to tell stories. We're all mass communicators. And even your podcast plays a role in public relations for the school district. Did you know that? Uh, I think Miss Power told us. Yes, you are. I mean, this is what you're doing with this podcast is public relations because when it goes to iTunes, people can download this. Anybody can download this and listen to you. So you're actually speaking on behalf of the school district. So you're helping me do my job. Hi, people. (laughs) 
<laughs> Hello, world. <laughs> uh, so what are some of your goals as the PR director of this district? Oh, that's a good question. Um, well, my number one goal always is to make sure that um, our, our, our stories, that we're telling the best stories of success of our teachers, of our students, and all the great things that happen here. That's always my number one goal, is to tell the, the right stories at the right time. You know, I always wanna make sure that our, our parents and our community understands that our campuses are safe. That's a priority for me. But as far as goals are concerned, you know, I would love, if I'm gonna, can I dream with you for a little bit? Sure. You know, if I could dream a little bit, like I would love to have, to be able to do a podcast for the entire school district. That's, that's a goal that I would love to have done because we have teachers here, and I don't know if you students know this, but we have teachers here that do amazing things, and they actually go and teach other teachers how to do amazing things, and you get to be in their classrooms every day. And so our teachers are incredible leaders for other school districts, and so I want to be able to do a podcast for the, school, for the entire school district and take the things that our teachers know and share them on a bigger platform. Now, I've not even told anybody that goal. Lawson, today is the first day that I've actually said those words out loud. So you're going to have to hold me to it. Okay. Okay? I'll write that down. All right. Okay, so what do you love most about doing what you do? Um, I get to do a lot of different things. I don't do the same thing every day. That's fun to me. I Like just this morning, for example, I was at the high school helping um, figure out how we could help our special education department at the high school. They have a store at the high school called The Bolt, and they sell t-shirts in that store. And all of the money that comes from those t-shirt sales helps our special education department there go on field trips and do fun things throughout the year. Not just fun things, but things that will actually help them learn. And nobody really knows when that store is open or what they can buy in that store. So this morning, I was over there trying to help take pictures and how can and figure out how we can best sell those t-shirts. And so, um, for example, that's what I was doing this morning. This afternoon, I'm here talking to you. On Monday of next week, we have a veterans event at the high school that I've had to plan. And so I get to do a little bit of a lot of things. Wow. Well, we really appreciate you joining us today on Charger Chats. We've enjoyed learning more about you. Thank you for having me. You've been delightful. <laughs> Thank you. Hi, this is Sayon Wu. And I'm Ford Bondron. Today we are visiting with the Assistant Superintendent of the Oxford School District, Mr. Bradley Robertson. Mr. Robertson is from Ripley, Mississippi. He graduated from Ripley High School and earned his degrees from Ole Miss. He has been with the Oxford School District for 18 years. This is his second year as Assistant Superintendent. Mr. Robertson is married to Nicole and has two children, Riley and Colleen. Hi, Mr. Robertson. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Glad to be here. So you're the assistant superintendent. Tell us more about your role in the district. Well, as assistant superintendent, I actually have dual roles. Part of my title is assistant superintendent, but the other part of my title is curriculum director. As assistant superintendent, I really feel the same role as the superintendent in his absence. 
so for example, when Mr. Harvey is gone for personal or professional leave, or maybe he's sick, uh, that makes me in charge. And quite honestly, that's a scary thought. Uh, sometimes being in charge of a district that has 4,300 students uh, and over 350 teachers um, in our school district. But that's really my role as the assistant superintendent. Being a decision maker uh, in our district about the important things that deal with educating young people in the Oxford community is a very important part of my role uh, as assistant superintendent as well. My other title as curriculum director is exactly what the title says it is. I deal with all of the curriculum that you guys learn about in school. Um, I make a lot of the decisions about um, the, the text, textbooks, uh, about the professional development that all the teachers receive um, in order to educate you the best way that they possibly can, and any other curricular decisions that are based within the Oxford School District. Sounds important. <laughs> it can be. <laughs> What was your experience in the schools before you became the assistant superintendent? I was in the classroom for nine years. I'm a math teacher by trade. Uh, I taught all math classes at Oxford High School from Algebra 1 all the way up to APBC Calculus and every math class in between. Uh, after, while I was teaching, I was also an assistant baseball coach and football coach later to become the head baseball coach at Oxford High School as well. And I was the head baseball coach for five years. After um, my coaching career and teaching career was over, I moved into administration as an assistant principal at Oxford High School. And then actually uh, as an assistant principal in the sixth grade building at Oxford Middle School at the time. Um, and then I actually left the Oxford School District and became the high school principal at Senatobia High School in Senatobia, Mississippi. I was there for a couple of years and then came back to Oxford High School as the Oxford High School principal. And I was the Oxford High School principal three years prior to becoming the assistant superintendent of the Oxford School District. So I have run the gamut, I guess you would say, um, when it comes to um, careers in the education field with the exception of being the superintendent of a school district. Oh wow, that's a lot. You must work closely with the superintendent, Mr. Harvey. Do you always agree when there are decisions to be made? You know, there are very few days that Mr. Harvey and I do not have multiple conversations. Some are between our work hours of 7.30 and 4.30, uh, but just as many are either before school or after school or probably after a lot of you guys have already gone to bed. We're still having conversations about what's best uh, for our community and for you guys as, as the, the students within our school district. You asked the question, do we always agree? Uh, no, we do not always agree. But that's what makes us a strong team, is uh, we have the ability to have differences of opinion, but we also always keep in mind that our decision-making process is nothing on a personal level. It's all about what's best for y'all as our students and what's best for our community. So yes, we do disagree. Um, there are times where we will be advocates or devil's advocates for each other. Even though we may agree with the decision that we will play the role of the devil's advocate just trying to make sure that we're making the best decision for the students um, within the Oxford schools. Cool. What is the hardest thing about your job? You know, that's a great question. Um, 
I would probably say balance. Balance is the word that comes to mind when I think about my position for multiple reasons. One, my nature is, is, a, is a nature of service. Um, the, one of the things that makes me go as an individ, individual for my personality is making sure that I'm serving those around me. I want to be a problem solver for everybody that I come in contact with. When I was the principal at the high school, I wanted to solve the problem of every child, of every teacher, of every parent. But because of that, I often um, did not have the opportunity to do my paperwork or work while I was at school. So all of that work ended up moving home. I had to go take that work home to do the majority of that work. So balance is a tough thing for me because I want to make sure that I'm meeting all of your needs before I worry about the things, uh, the needs of my, my own. And the other part of that is um, balancing leadership is another thing. I truly believe that there is this very, very fine line that of leadership that you can balance the needs and desires and the wants of all stakeholders. And what I mean by that is meeting your needs or y'all's needs as students while at the same time meeting the needs of parents within the Oxford schools and also meeting the needs of all teachers in the Oxford schools. Because a lot of times some of those ideals may differ, right? What you may think is best may be different from an opinion of a parent, may be different from an opinion of a teacher, or may be different of opinion of a community leader. But I do think there is that fine line um, in leadership to where you can balance all of those different personalities and opinions and ideals and values. And I think that fine line is what's best for our community. But finding that fine line is very hard sometimes. It takes a very, very um, balanced leadership approach to be able to accomplish that. So balance is the, is the hardest part about my job in a lot of different contexts. That makes sense. What do you love most about what you do? I love most about what I do is just what I'm doing right now is having conversations with young people uh, and making decisions that I feel is best not only for you in the short term, but is what's best for you in your future. Uh, I think you can see within our district we're doing a lot of things that are, that are different, uh, that are more innovative, that, that are a different approach um, to educating young people. Just look around your classroom now. I mean, I just watched a group of students a few minutes ago uh, trying to meet different challenges of robot missions with robots. You and I are sitting here having a conversation over a podcast. Um, we recently become a district of innovation to do different things within all of our schools. That's what I love about my job, is not settling for status quo, but daring to be different and to be different for the benefit of all of you, uh, hoping that we're making decisions that will make you active citizens in our society. Sounds fun. Well, that's about all the time we have. Thank you so much for your time today. Absolutely. Thank you. Charter Chats was created by 5th grade Insight students with the help of Ms. Power and Miss Ngigi. Music created by Wright Thompson using Chrome Music Lab. Image designed by Harper Cunningham using Crello. Recording equipment was donated by the Oxford Insights Association. Questions for, today, for today's episode were composed by the students. If you have any suggestions or interests in our show, please email us at oxfordchargerchats at gmail.com. This is Jackson Nemesek saying thanks for listening. Stay tuned for upcoming episodes.